Hey, what is going on? You already know it's your boy Ace of Cross Culture. We back at it with Atas episode 72. All right. I got my co-host here. Doesn't really need an introduction, as he always says for me, but some of the people might not know who you are if this is the first time tuning in. Go ahead, hit him off real quick. Oh, well, it's your boy Tipsy Japan back with another episode of Atas across time and space if y'all don't know now you know episode 72 so man we we are mature out here this is not our first rodeo as people would say not our first time around the block you know well you know the the audience like these these folks that have been on for the ride man this is 72 episodes but it's also two years of episodes hmm yeah, I mean, like when you say, I mean, because it's a weekly thing, so you think like, all right, how how long have they been, you know, out here? Maybe it's been like a year and you know, like 20, 20 weeks or so, but it's actually been two full years of goodness yeah. gracious. Double mugs, yeah. Mm. And if you want to get yours, you already yeah. know. Link is in the description. You know, we got the Atas mug um we, we might get some more stuff out there if there's an interest we have the ability to do so if the people if that's what the people want then that's what want- the people shall receive <laughs> if they want to give away they have to wait for the anniversary episodes right but if they want to just go get their cup right now it's right there it's right, right there. there right there yeah. yep and we'll come out with different merch if, if the requests are, are there as well make sure you not just leave a message in the hold on what, how do you always say it? it's not a message in the live comments but it's a message in the real the comment comments. section yeah yeah right, right 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 comment section that that's for those who watch after the show right yes yeah right because right. if you're watching it during then you you have the ability to throw a real comment yes. or throw the live comment and we can interact with you but if you're watching after mm-hmm. you're watching the recording then definitely drop it in the comment section. We try to get to all the comments because we still want that interaction. Exactly, man. Right, so. I'm excited. Yeah, we're gonna jump right into it. We have Disrupting the Game from the Bronx to the top of Nintendo by Reggie fils This is going over chapter four. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Hold on, hold on. Good, good, good. So, man, you got a nice, long, full um, <laughs> banner going on over here on the YouTube yeah. side. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's Re- Reggie Fizame. That's what um, what they were saying in the Fizame. Yeah. In the comments last week, so you know, appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate the feedback, folks, because I'm not from Haiti, but this man is, uh, and he grew up in the Bronx, and he's a he is he's an example. Um, of what can be done with focus, dedication, discipline, and uh, and the three threes, the three, uh, three different things, that the, three threes. <laughs> the, the three, three threes, threes. the three threes, three things, the three things <laughs> that he talked about in chapter four. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be showcased, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good blueprint, it's a good step in the right direction. What we got on the what's the, what's the soup du jour today? So, 
in this chapter, a few different things came up. I'm not sure that I'm going to capitalize on the three things that you are talking about specifically. We are going to start with one question. What does your culture look like? And when I was listening to this chapter, of course, I'm, I'm reminded of um, Jay-Z when he said, I do it for the culture to show them what a look like you know so that's there and then you have you know more recent you have lizzo um they don't know i do it for the culture oh yeah you know mm-hmm. so there's i mean in the black community you know we have a lot of people saying i do it for the culture 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 mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about two different types of culture i talk about your culture and then work culture going to transition oh, it to that okay. okay yeah yeah so just want to hit on both you of those are, you already knew i was gonna i was gonna leap <laughs> to the cul- culprit culture yeah culprit <laughs> the culprit culture <laughs> nah but uh okay so talking about my my personal ethnic ethnic background type of, type of culture first I don't know. Is that is, is that is that your culture? Is that your culture? Because <laughs> I have a different that. understanding of the word culture. I have a really different understanding of the word culture. All right, all right. Now this this means that I guess I'm identifying with some of the Japan that I'm in. But mm-hmm. bunka, all right. Bunka. bunka bunka is culture in Japan, right? And it's interesting. I don't know why you know. It's not that I don't know why they came up with that, but you know the words for uh, for culture, the, the kanji characters for it are literature, writing, okay, and and the the character for uh, change, changing the writing or more, writing down the changes. More like the changes that happen through what is written i guess you know and and, it, and i think it melds well with this idea of cross culture you know because you have you know you got the cross right here and this is it's a stable it's un unmoving unwavering this is you know the most important moment in history and everything that led up to it and everything that led after it like that's the cross what that kind of represents to me all right in that same sense you have bunka you have uh a, one word that kind of describes what is going on at that time that was a really important i I think thing for human history to write it down to say this is what's happening at the time you know if it be cave writings and you put that you know uh was it fingerprints or handprints on the wall to say this is what's happening this is uh you know where the the animals are grazing this is you know a, a hint to the next people to come after us that was the beginning of writing cave writings and um and that's what culture looked like at that time now as we leave a mark for others as we you know pave our way um in a way we're defining the culture by what we do Mm -hmm. and i'd say that um how that changes and how people react to it is is culture right um how you react to to what's written down and what's uh what's expressed and um 
you know, how you make that your own and then run with it. That's what culture is. So, you know, in Japan, when I look to say, all right, this is what you guys have seen about my culture, but this is also what I'm leaving here so that you guys know that this is what my culture is and what they do to run with it. What I do to run with that is, uh, is culture. <laughs> so what they've seen about American culture is that we're very individualistic. We're, you know, in the pursuit of happiness, uh, in the pursuit of our own, you know, maybe selfish thing. And then as a result, that's going to be, you know, a benefit towards other people that we're pursuing that, that, that internal gift that we have. Um, mm -hmm. I think in a way that's a type of stereotype, but also it's something you can take and run with, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, you come here and you can see that difference between Japan or Japanese style culture and American style culture. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that I believe in that American ideal that I have, I myself have something to contribute. Um, but I don't embody that, that idea by itself. It's just a label, you know, it's just a label. It's a good starting point, but it's not the end point. I see. Okay. Is all that right. specific enough? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I feel like you you're trying to be like politically correct, and you're talking in a few circles, man. Just just say what it is, man. Say what it is. Yeah. Say what the culture is. Just say what it, it is, man. I don't think it can just be defined as one word. You know, I'm not saying that it's one word. Mm-hmm. So the thing about culture is that people often make it synonymous with your ethnic background. But is that to say that all black people have the same experience? No. No. So the way that I equivocate culture is how you are raised. You know, the rules, mores in your own household, because you might have the same culture as somebody who's Japanese just because, oh, you know, we always went to church on Sunday, you know, we clean the house on Saturdays and, you know, it might be like lined up. You might have basically the same culture, but be from completely different sides of the world, completely different ethnic backgrounds. And usually there's some bigger force that denotes your culture. So that would be something like religion, you know, right. things like that. And sometimes ethnic background does play a, a large role, but it's not to say that it's the only role to be played. No, 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 no. You know, food plays a major role. The religion plays a major role. The music plays a major role. These All, all these things are things that you come into contact with as you're growing up, as you're, you know, going out there and living your life. And you know the more you have of that type of thing the more people think that you're part of that culture but it's not a guarantee that that's actually what it is it's just mm. that's what you feel most comfortable with because that's what you've done you know all right so if we go with the 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 corporate kind of the oh. well if we go with the idea of culture as how you are raised then we can make an easy transition into corporate culture because when you come into the company, you're supposed to come in with an empty cup. You know, you're not supposed to say, well, I know, I know what I'm doing. I know exactly what needs to be done. Well, you're not going to learn anything, mm -hmm. you know? 
So now the question is, what have you learned from your work culture? Ah, I've learned how to wing it. Because you get, you get, <laughs> look, you get training, right? That's one thing. But when you actually yeah. get in that, in that room and you by yourself with the other person and you're trying to get them from point A to B, all those mm-hmm. little things that you've learned along the way are going to take up about you know 30%. And the rest you're gonna have to figure out on the spot how to center this thing around this other person how to establish a goal with that person how to um really help them to become able to communicate better than they currently can mm-hmm. in whatever area that they decide that they want to do and they could just say something you know i don't want to do anything that's that i've paid for from this book i want to do something else. help me out they okay. might not even be able to express the words help me out they might just be like help me and you figure it out, all right? Like you learn, you learn how to catch, how to play, how to play catch. And they say that language is catch ball, right? But okay. But when it the the other person is a customer, not really just a student, then they are throwing all kinds of things at you. You know, throwing it, flinging it way up here, and you just learn how to reach up and then toss it back. Reach up, reach down low, toss it back. Mm. You know, it's a different type of catch ball. It's not just hey, hey, hey. No, you learn how to listen. <laughs> shut up. Figure it out. Okay, find the value in whatever the person is saying, and then give it back to them in such a way that they can give you more. Okay, so I've learned how to do that. All right. All right. How about you? Um, one of the things that I learned that's practical is when you make a mistake on paper so if you're writing something and for whatever reason like you spell something wrong or you know the client mm-hmm. changes their mind on the answer that they gave you it's like one strike through mm-hmm. initial and then the actual so to me that's a learned behavior it was before it was just like you know you want to scribble it out like don't look at this this was not meant to be read and then just write it but no it's one strike through initial what you actually want to be seen well that's that's just one practical thing you know that's just a very practical thing i've learned a lot more but that's a very big practical thing that's that's what they do in japan you don't sign it though you um put your hanko on it which is no no it's not to sign oh to for a mistake where, where you would put the initials, we actually sign mm. with your seal and then actually oh, gosh. Yeah. Makes it official. But I mean, everybody has stamps in Japan. In America, it's it's not a thing. You know, only really important people have stamps. Anyone can buy one. You can get a stamp made of your signature, but not stamp. It's not everybody. A seal. Oh no, yeah, it's it's a signet. It's it's not like a yeah. big yeah. yeah. Hear what you're saying. Ah, uh, so Reggie in this chapter talked about mm-hmm. the hiring process. The hiring process at uh Procter and Gamble. And mm-hmm. how he was part of the hiring process and he bought somebody in who was quote quote not fit for the position right 
we have challenging the status quo. So do you remember why they didn't want this uh, this person to make or well to be final uh, final uh, applicant? It's something to do with her demographic kind of thing. I think she was a girl. No. <laughs> was that it? I, I mean, I remember something about that. All right. All right. Give me a second. Because I'm going to put up something. Now, I got I got the second half of this, but you got the first half. Okay. She wasn't weird enough. <laughs> so, right. so rem- okay, go ahead. I know that's where you're going. White, educated, in hmm? what was I? <laughs> Look, I know that you are the one who put me onto this. So okay, I yeah. white, uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's white, educated, industrialized, rich, democracy. Democrat, democracy. A person democracy. can't be a democracy. No, 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 no. democracies. Uh, it's in democracy. Yeah, right. it's it's countries that they're looking at, you know, for research. So yeah, countries. I thought it was the individual. Um, they don't have to be democratic. No, it's yeah. not political. It's not political. It's not political. No. Ah, uh, that was when I I, would, I looked it up briefly, and that's what I had gotten. Democrat. So I know that WASP is white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. So that's religion it plays a major role there. But because this was a young, I won't say young girl, but you know, she's like fresh out of college and she paid her own way through college. She wasn't an old white guy. They were kind of like, why, why do you think that this applicant needs to be here? It's like, well, she shows grit and determination just like I have, <laughs> you know, she's working for, she's not being given. So I'm, I'm not, right. you know, not to say like, oh, all of Procter and Gamble is corrupt and it's all nepotism. No, but what it comes down to is that Reggie saw something in her mm-hmm. that he saw in himself. himself. Yes. Yes. People like to hire people like them. People like them. Yes. And that's a big thing. So the the rest of the board was like, yeah, we want to hire, mm. you know, um, people who graduated from the same schools as us and who look like us and who have the same experience as us. You know, that mm. kind of goes back to culture. Mm. But Reggie was saying, OK, well, my culture mm-hmm. taught me to be a hard worker, taught me to work my way through, taught me to figure it out and not depend on others. So he saw that and he was like, okay, she's a finalist. Yeah. Ain't like it. It's what it is. I mean, yeah, you know, there's, there was speaking all types of stuff. But I just wanted to bring that up because we, I mean, we're not weird or wasps. You know, it's sometimes I look at board, board meetings and board members, I'm just like, okay everybody's kind of the same you know and being the minority 
You said in wasp culture. You said white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Anglo-Saxon? Yeah. Anglo-Saxon. English, I don't know what the Saxons. Anglo-Saxon. It's an, a hyphenated word. Yeah, I know Anglo is Anglican, English, right? Yeah. But then the Saxon, I don't know. The Saxony. It's Saxony. also region there. So you came from that region. Anglo-Saxon, it's like saying English. And Saxon, what is the Saxon yeah. region? Saxony. Like, it's brain? all in England. It's all over there. Oh! Oh, yeah, okay. it's not just like oh Anglo-Saxon. No, it's Anglo-Saxon. I I almost imagine it's someplace in like France or like the other part of Europe on the mm-hmm. uh, east, hmm? not Western to my knowledge of, of Europe, this side of the Berlin Wall. Well, it just it, it always felt that, that way. Not side of the Berlin Wall. It's uh, um. There's another. There's another wall that's in England. It's in England, mm. but it's a different wall to to chop England in half, basically. Uh, and there was a war fought over those two, and then everything just mixed. To my knowledge, I mean, if you got it in the comment, definitely correct me. Um, thank you, thank you. That's that's important. <laughs> that's important. Yeah. Um, I was just reading last night something along those very same lines that we're always selling, always selling. That's part of the corporate culture too. Co- corporate, I can't say that. <laughs> the corporate culture um, is that you're always selling something. That's something you learn in business. Even now, we're selling. You are buying. You're you're, well, you're trading. You're exchanging your time by yourself for doing something else. You have a different opportunity cost, but you're exchanging mm-hmm. that time to spend with us, and we appreciate that. We are yes. selling you a better product for your time, more bang for your buck, and um, <laughs> and you and you you know you are important. You are important, and we appreciate your time that you're spending with us. Even if you don't have your own stamps, like uh, one of the people in our comment section right now. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't make enough. I'm making up. <laughs> making up to have my own stamp yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. That's all I'm right. right there with you. <laughs> you are enriching yourself with our, your time with us. Yes. You not have to to be rich to be enriched. That's true. All right. So I want to move on to a few other points. We got a little bit of time. That's good. Um, big brothers and big sisters. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the big brothers? The talking about how important it is to have mentors and mentorship. You know, I don't know how many people are old enough to remember the big brothers and big sisters of America. You know, they were super big in the 90s. There's still one in this area. And I went past it and it was just kind of crazy. But is this an important thing to you? Have you ever had a mentor? Do you have one now? Mm. You know, I think I noticed it really late when I was a university student. I had a mentor in my like professor. There was a certain professor who said something about me when I had locks. No, he said it after I got rid of my locks. He said that mm. you represented something bigger than yourself when you had the locks. Um, mm. 
I was like, well, why didn't you say that before I cut them? You know, he's <laughs> um, like, you know, you know, why did you cut your locks? And I was, you know, Dr. Rondis, why, why didn't you just say that, uh, that you, that you liked the locks? You know, like I spent all that time out in Japan. I was doing different things. And he was like, you represented, you know, the opportunity or the chance to do something different. Uh, and to be something on other, you know, other side of the world. Even mm. it doesn't matter what you were doing. The fact that you were going out there and doing it, and you looked a certain way, like you, you had that about you. And I was like, well, I, did I, do I still have it? Just because I cut my hair, do I, is it not there anymore? Um, but it just it looks different, you know. All right, mm. all right, all right, Doc. Maybe I'll grow my hair yeah. back someday. Uh, um, he was a mentor. <laughs> he was a mentor. Um, in a way, he didn't necessarily tell me what I could do with the opportunities I had in front of me, though. And that's the way that Reggie said it. It's like you have coaches that'll tell you what to do, mentors that'll speak with you, and then sponsors that will speak well about you in other circles. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think in order to get promoted within the company, you certainly need sponsors um, that'll vouch for you, that'll refer you. And when they have those, conversations like okay is he a good one to bring onto the team then someone who's already on the team or someone who's are whose voice is respected gets an opportunity to dig you up That's okay culture. yeah all right well i mean it's i feel that it is important i never really had the opportunity to have a mentor um didn't really find out about mentorship until pretty late in life mm. but I I mean, I'm not trying to go out and mentor anybody, but I try to make teachable moments. So even if somebody's not like officially like, hey, you know, I want you as my mentor, but hey, you know, this is a way to do something. This is another way to do it. You know, that's just kind of what it is. Now, now I'm not going to push back. I'm not going to push back, but I'm, I'm going to hold it right there because you got opportunities to coach which means to speak to someone mm -hmm. to speak with someone as the mentor and opportunity yeah. to, to speak well about someone else and you just said I, I think that you were saying that you you don't feel that you're a mentor but do you speak with people about how to get through their situation better definitely you are, you are, you are <laughs> you know? that's what i'm saying not in a not in a full capacity so yeah, I mean, for me, I take, not an official capacity, I, I will take advice into consideration from just about anybody. But that doesn't mean it's like, this person is my mentor, this person I, I always run to, this person I, no. It's like, okay, you know what? There might be a little bit of truth there. Let me take it, digest it. That's not really right for me. We can keep that okay this other piece though i can take a piece of this and then combine it with something else that i heard or did and then boom but so, so not official official capacity it's it feels like it feels like what you're saying is that i don't know what it takes to have to bring to that official capacity but i think that you have to accept that person as your coach or mentor or sponsor to really make it sink in is that what you're saying because um, i'm saying that it's the other way around because if you it. want if you want to be the mentor or if you want pardon me if you want somebody to be your mentor then you usually have to ask them you have to let them know that you value 
their opinion and you value their um not status but mm. their stance on certain things mm. through say you know what i would like to be your mentee or i would like you to be my mentor you know because anybody can give advice and yes you may in that conversation that person may be your mentor but it's not in that official capacity mm. it's like every every person can hold a child but does that make them a parent right 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 there has to be an agreement then yeah between the mentor and the mentee that this is that relationship yes definitely i see i see i see very nice. definitely has to be that i've never had that conversation <laughs> <laughs> neither have i um on either side of it I'd like to on either side I mean, that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing you know it just means that maybe you'll be a mentor you'll be the mentor that you never had I've, to I've, somebody else i do strive to do that though I, I think mm -hmm. i'm at a point in my life where I, I strive to give people advice and that's that goes back to what kudo finn is all about folks you know um the black Kuro, uh, in, in Japanese, you know, um, the, the black fin that we have as our, our, our symbol, it's a representative of being a pack of this animal moving through uh, uncharted waters. And we'd look to lead and help others behind us, reach one, teach one, as it regards to financial literacy in Japan. Okay. Um, you know, be, becoming, having a little bit of your own in Japan and it comes with you know education and it comes with networking um, and it comes with uh, a brand image and an idea that we represent so big ups to Kuro Finn um, we had our first meeting today at St. Mark Cafe at Kaihi Makahari and we will continue to have those types of meetings going forward as we expand our network all right so if you're shameless in the plug. shameless plug, <laughs> you're in the area for Kudo Fin, you know, I don't yeah. know if it's being made available over the interwebs yet, but mm. if you're in the area, definitely, you know, head over to uh, TPC Japan and throw a comment on one of his videos. Hey, what's going on with that Kudo Fin? There you go. There you go. It's Kudo right. Fin, uh, the English or well, Japanese kind of pronunciation. Uh, Kuro Finn, finance Finn, right? Or financial, okay. yeah, yeah. Like staying in the black, black finances? Oh, I'm not saying that, it's not saying that, look, folks, this is a disclaimer. We're not saying that any other ethnicity is not like- No, 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 staying, staying in the black versus staying in the red. Oh, yeah, 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 like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you made it something very different, very fast. <laughs> No, I mean, but people kind of think that automatically. And look, we're reaching out to our people, but everybody is, you know, more than welcome to join the conversation. That's the point. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we feel like misrepresented, especially as foreigners living in Japan. They're not concerned. They're not concerned. If you don't speak their language, then uh, unfortunately, even but with a, the law is set up, they can't they can't sell you these things like. Uh, I don't know, not, not derivatives, but uh, insurance packages and um, stock options. None of that good stuff is if you don't understand Japanese, sorry. All the mm -hmm. contracts are in Japanese. And so we need, I, it's actually a service. <laughs> we need help. 
you know, somebody to go in there and help us out and sort the whole thing out. And also, you know, push us in that direction and say, hey, uh, if you're going to be here for the long haul, retirement's a thing. Getting sick mm. is a thing. You want medical insurance. And Death. Yeah. why do you want it? Here, let me walk you through it with the people. So we're here for the people. And that's See? that's an important part of the culture. Okay. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for today's episode. Um, but you know how I always say, until next time, stay prayed up and be blessed. What you got for him, TPC? Hey, you already know what it is. Go ahead and get yourself a pen, a pad, write it down. Yeah. It's been your boy TPC Japan over here in Cross Culture telling you that that's what it is. Peace. Peace.